mic to your ear. The Kelly Traveler podcast show is here. Created on Anchor.fm and distributed worldwide on various listening platforms. This is the Cali Traveler podcast show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cali Traveler podcast show. I hope that you've had an amazing week so far. I am happy to say that the semester is finally over and I am free until the 10th of November. This was a semester that was by far the busiest semester in my university career, and I'm so glad that it was over. As I said in the last episode, I had a bunch of projects, over four projects, got them done, and now it's time for the waiting game in terms of my grade. Fingers crossed that everything will be okay. During the next few weeks that I have off, I was thinking about taking a vacation, but the old man in me would rather stay home all day and do nothing. Right? Almost 30, and thinking that I would go out and maybe take a vacation. Meh. I'd rather just stay home, be lazy, and do nothing. With that being said, let's not be lazy and get to this week's topic. This week's topic will be discussing about renting and living in Thailand. I'm sure you have a lot of questions about renting, and I will get to each of your questions as we go along. I had a few questions that were submitted to me, and out of those questions that were submitted to me, I picked out the few that I feel are the most important. Question number one. Is it possible to rent in Thailand as a foreigner? The answer to this question is yes. It is possible to rent as a foreigner. I have been renting in Thailand for the past three years. I have always lived off campus the entire time. I don't feel like living at the dorms and having a roommate that I don't know and having so many restrictions that I'd have to abide by. For those of you who are students and you have adequate transportation, whether it's a car, whether it's a motorcycle, I recommend living off campus because of the freedom you will have compared to living in the dorms. Those are known to have several restrictions. Their cleaning service comes in every week. They can barge in any time and do inspections, but you don't get that living off campus. And when you're living off campus, you get to make your own rules. If you want to have a random party on a Friday night, be my guest. Rule number one about independent living is that you're in charge, And that's that. How can foreigners rent in Thailand? Compared to renting in the U.S., it's a much simpler process to rent in Thailand. To rent in Thailand, all you need is a valid copy of your passport, visa, and most importantly, you need to have money for the deposit. The deposit is equal to at least two months' rent, and there's a fee for the key. The key fee covers the key card for accessing the condo building, if applicable. In the U.S., there's typically a credit check. And a credit check shows whether you're financially able to rent a certain place or not. So if you have a bad credit score, you're going to have a hard time renting. But if it's a good credit score, okay, no problem. They also do verification of employment status in the states, such as asking for pay stubs, statements, credit checks, nor employment verification are necessary to rent in Thailand. For all of those in the U.S. that have bad credit, and you decide to move to Thailand, your life has just gotten easier. If you have the correct documents and the money to pay rent every month, you will have no problems. Renting in Thailand is less complex than renting in the U.S. In regards, if it's necessary to have a co-signer to rent an apartment if you're a student, the answer to this is no. You do not need a co-signer if you are a student. Again, as long as you have a valid passport, a valid visa, and you have the money for the deposit, it's not a problem. Don't ask about co-signers in terms of renting here in Thailand. They're just going to look at you like you're out of your mind. Just pay the deposit, 
Move in, enjoy your renter's life in Thailand. Question number two. Are apartment slash condo buildings safe in Thailand? I am happy to say that apartment slash condo buildings are safe. The building I've been living in was opened four years ago. It's as modern as a condo or apartment in the U.S. I will be posting a short video in the near future of my home on my YouTube channel so you can see what living in a condo in Thailand is really all about. The condo building that I live in is very modern. There are parking spaces for cars and a parking lot for motorcycles. There is a gym on the grounds of the condo, and it's great for skipping the crowds of the bigger gyms. So if I want to do a cardio, why should I go to the big gym and have to wait 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes for a treadmill to open up? And yes, new condo buildings do have swimming pools here in Thailand. Just today, I did my aquatics workout at the pool. The pool at my condo is amazing because it is a saltwater pool so it's like swimming in the ocean and if you're wondering if there is security at thai condos yes there are security sometimes it's someone at a security booth and they open and close the gate of the entrance to the building sometimes it's an entire team of security guards who walk around the grounds of the condo and patrol make sure that everything is okay most condo buildings in thailand require either a key card or a fingerprint to enter the building some have it where you just tap your index finger and it reads your fingerprint, you can enter the building that way. My first apartment that I rented here in Thailand had that kind of access system. You're probably wondering if these are the only two services that condo buildings have. Some condo buildings have additional services such as transportation. For example, there are some condo buildings near my university that have their own transportation to transport students to campus. If you live near a university campus, and you don't have transportation and don't feel like spending money on taxi, then I recommend using this type of transportation. I remember before I had gotten a motorcycle, I used the transportation that my apartment had. And a majority of condos in Thailand, they do have a cleaning service. Sometimes it's free, sometimes they'll charge you. My first apartment I had, I got two free cleanings per month. The second apartment I had, it was free all the time. And th my current apartment, I have to pay for the cleaning service. So I just clean it myself. And the room cleaning fee can cost anywhere between 200 to 300 baht, which is between six to eight dollars US. I used to get this done in my old condo because it was a free service, but now I'm productive and clean my own room. Question number three. What was it like moving into your first condo in Thailand? I moved into my first condo in September 2018. At that time, I could barely speak Thai. It was a little difficult in terms of language barrier, but overall it was an easy process. I paid the deposit for the room and key and moved in a couple days later. I was staying with a friend nearby for a few days as I had been looking for a place of my own. When I moved in, I was very excited, but room was a little small and after six months I moved out and found a place that was a bit bigger. My first condo, I was able to negotiate a month-to-month -month lease, meaning that I was in a contract that could be cancelled any time. The second condo I rented was a two-year contract, which sounds good, right? Some things aren't as good as they seem. With that being said, more about this condo with the next question. Did you have any bad experiences with renting? Unfortunately, yes. I had a very bad experience within the last year of my contract. I signed a contract with this condo in 2019. My contract was valid until April 2021. The condo seemed great at first. I will admit that it was an older room, but it was still a good room or at least I thought it was. The last year of my stay in this condo was the equivalent to hell on earth at the least. First, I had a major safety issue. The issue was my bathroom was starting to fall apart. The epoxy sealant that held the sink onto the wall started coming off and almost half of the epoxy was missing. Tiles on the bathroom wall started coming off. I had reported this to the landlord and she kept repeatedly saying that it would take two months to repair. It was absolute nonsense. 
It was a safety issue and it needed to be fixed immediately. After being persistent and contacting her several times, the problems in the bathroom were fixed. You think this is the end of the issues, right? Unfortunately, you're wrong and more issues came up. Next, I was having issues with ants. I am a very clean person. I keep food stored properly, but ants kept coming into my condo. I tried everything from ant spray to ant chalk, but nothing seemed to work. One day I looked and saw an ant trail. The ants were coming through the walls. I saw a few holes both inside the bathroom window and outside of the bathroom window located on the balcony. I told the landlord about this issue. The holes were fixed and the ants were eradicated. Next problem I dealt with was tiles on the floor were starting to buckle and this means that they were starting to pop out of the ground. Final problem, I was so glad I got out of there. The day that I left, I was smiling. Moral of this story is be careful with the deals you take. Sometimes they are not as good as they seem. And the final question is, what is some advice you can give to foreigners who are going to be renting in Thailand? First, I say you need to be careful who you trust when searching for a place to rent. If in doubt or you don't speak Thai, I recommend bringing someone with you who speaks Thai. They can translate for you and even try to cut you a good deal. Some places, from what I heard, will give you a deal on a rental rate if you speak Thai or have a friend that can speak Thai. I had a friend who had his rent reduced by 1,000 baht, equivalent of about $30 US, because he had a Thai friend help him. Second, look around at multiple places. Don't settle on the first place you see just because you like it. The more places you see, the better chances you will find a good deal. Next, I recommend signing a one-year contract as opposed to a two-year contract. You don't want to be stuck in a situation like I was and just have to deal with it. The shorter the contract, the quicker the escape, just in case things go wrong. Examine the prospective room carefully for any damages. If you do not document the damages and when you leave the room after your contract expires, you could be responsible for the damages, even if you were not at fault. There are stories of people who had to pay for damages that they didn't cause, so make sure you document everything, and I mean to take pictures and video of the room. Document on move-in day so when it's time to move out, you can prove the damage was there prior to your move-in. I hope these answers help you out when you move to Thailand. These answers can help you with making renting in Thailand less hectic. So, Take care.